You're listening to the Real Life True Facts podcast with Steven and friends. And our friend today is Chai, guitar player in Some Kind of Nightmare, the band that's been touring throughout the United States for the last five years, is it? Uh, the last seven or eight years. Yeah. Oh, man, time flies. You guys have been on a roll for a while now, then. Been doing it. Yeah, man, you guys are living that dream. That's uh, must be a hard one to like, oh, yeah. be on the road all that time. Hello? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I lost your hand. Uh, no, okay, you're all good. Um, oh, yeah, so you got a, a scary experience that when you're living in Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, and they were living, like, in a creepy old house. And you had a bunch of weird experiences. You want to just go ahead and let us know what those experiences are. All right. So, it starts at the beginning of when COVID-19 first, like, shut everything down. And a friend up in, up in uh, Milwaukee, that's where we were uh, at when everything shut down. And uh, his childhood home was, uh, nobody was living there, it was vacant. And he said we can crash there. And so me, Molly, and our drummer, Leo, were staying at this house. And it was empty, nobody lived there. But uh, like his parents still had like a bunch of uh, like Catholic symbols like hanging everywhere, like crucifixes and pictures of Jesus and stuff like that. Just kind of gave off like a weird, creepy vibe, right? Yeah. So, in his old room, he had spray painted with, like, graffiti and stuff on the walls, and we were trying to help him, like, paint over that so he could sell the house later. And the first creepy occurrence happened when I was up in the attic by myself, that's where the room was, and I was painting it, and Molly and Leo had left to go down to the store for something, so I was in the house by myself. And the way the attic was set up, there was just one huge room, almost the size of the house, and on the far side of it, there's a door that led into a small room, and he had, like, some old clothes hangers and stuff in there, uh, tucked away in the closet. So I was on the far side of the room, painting, nobody else in the house, and I just heard something, like, banging up against the clothes hangers and, like, shuffling through them. So I thought maybe the window was left open. And I ran in there, but there was nobody there, it was just the clothes hangers. Oh, wow. So I just ran down, yeah, I just ran downstairs, and turn on like a funny movie like Awesome Powers or something. Like, okay, I'm just gonna watch this and I'm not gonna go anywhere. I'm just waiting for them to get back. And the whole thing happened. So, so, so that, that experience is just kind of one of the first things that happened. And it was, was like the first sign of trouble, yeah. First sign of trouble. Yeah, it was like uh, unexplainable like noises. Yeah. So, and, and then you think maybe some of like the Catholic imagery, the, the family put that up to kind of like ward off the spirit, but it gave off a more eerie vibe. That's kind of like the vibe that it gave, because like, we each had our own separate rooms to stay in, but Leo didn't even want to stay in his room just because of all the, you know, crucifixes and everything. It's, it almost looked like it was there to like, ward something away, which I guess is kind of like the point of all that stuff anyways, like, you know, but it's just like the whole house just, it was everywhere, like everywhere you look, there's a crucifix or something. And, and did your friend tell you that his parents were like religious or they had any experiences before you moved into the house? Um, I don't know if there was any experiences. Like, they, they, they were religious, but he never, like, uh, he didn't warn us of anything, so I'm not too sure. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, so that was the first thing that happened. What, what, what's the next thing that, can you, that you can remember? Okay, so the next thing was, um, so we all got creeped out by all the rooms. So we, we started sleeping in the same room, out in the living room, like we fall asleep watching movies and stuff like that. And so one night we're all in the living room, passed out, and the movie had gone off, so it was, the whole house is dark. And in the middle of the night, it's probably like two or three in the morning, Molly just shoots up awake. She's like, shy, there's somebody in the kitchen. 
And it's like just one of those tones where it's like, you need to wake up now, like, or this person's going to come in here and harm us. She thought she saw somebody like rummaging through the kitchen. So we all jumped up, flipped on a bunch of lights, ran into the kitchen, but nobody was in there. But through the kitchen is the door that leads outside. So we checked all the locks, everything was locked up, all the windows. We, we started searching the entire house. Like we, we were for certain that somebody was in the house because she, she saw something. So after we checked the whole house, we got back together in the living room, just kind of sat and chilled and we're like, okay, maybe you just saw something. Um, everything's secure, nobody's in the house. Let's try to get, go back to sleep. So after about an hour or so, we all settled down, went back to sleep. And uh, I had fallen asleep on the floor after all this. And I fell asleep face down on the floor. And then I had this weird dream that some like dark figure was standing over top of me. And it was, it had its arm around my neck and was like choking me from behind. And then during the dream, I woke up and my entire back was like arched back and I couldn't breathe. And the whole, the whole situation happened for probably like three to five seconds. And then finally I could gasp and get some air in. And I just kind of like did the same thing as earlier, kind of like jumped up, looked around, trying to make sure nobody was in the house. And I didn't tell them about it until like months and months later because I don't want them freaking out the rest of the time. But it was just like one of those things, like, I don't know. Oh, wow. That's, that, yeah, that's, that's pretty terrifying. So did you have like sleep paralysis, you think, kind of like tied into with it? Or you just felt like there was actually something really trying to choke you? Well, like it could have been where, like, it could have been thing where, like, I, I, I had gotten myself worked up from the incident earlier, running through the house, and then I had a dream, like, you know, like, diving into that, so, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, a lot of like sleep paralysis kind of leads into, like, a, a like more supernatural phenomenon, so that, yeah. that could be it, and, like, what's really interesting to me is that there is all this Catholic imagery in the house that you say is in every room. And your friend never said he'd ever experienced anything. Maybe, do you think you guys brought a spirit, like some energy with you that caused the house to kind of perform this way, or? That's quite possible. I'm not too sure, though. But, but then after you told your, did you ever tell your friend about these experiences after you had left the house? No, never did. So if you I, listen... told him, I, I told him about the clothes hanger incident, but I didn't tell him about the thing uh, in the middle of the night. We yeah. didn't tell him about that. Oh, wow. Okay. And so then there was a couple other instances, or? Those were the main ones, like, we, we heard sounds a lot. Like, there were a few times where we thought we heard somebody walking around in the attic when we were all downstairs. But, you know, that could have been, like, the wind or something like that. But it definitely sounded like something walking through the house. So it was usually, like, just just random, like, weird noises throughout our stay there. We, we stayed there for a good solid, like, three, three months. And like, you know, weeks would go by without hearing anything. And then, then one night, you know, you would hear something. And I was like, what's that? And maybe there's like raccoons got in or something. And you go up there and not see anything. So that's, that's kind of still kind of really creepy because you don't know what to expect. And then you already put on edge with all these other things that initially happened when you first got there. Yeah, and it's, uh, I'm not sure how old the house was. I want to say it was like probably built like the 1930s or something like that. So there's definitely like room for history to have happened in the house. 
Okay, so, and then, I'm just like, what was the surrounding area like the house? Was it like, were there neighbors nearby or was it kind of secluded? Yeah, it was like a, it was like a residential area. Like all the houses were, uh, it's, it's a little suburb of Milwaukee called Bayview. And uh, all the houses have kind of like the same architecture and everything. So it was like a, it's like a little uh, like residential area with like a, a gentrified area attached to it kind of thing. Okay, okay. And then when, so you had the experience with like hearing the uh, clothes hangers in the in the closet kind of bang around and that kind of spooked you initially. Then Molly thought she saw something, someone in the kitchen. And then later that night you had like the weird choking experience. And those were like the kind of the major ones. And that happened when you first got to the house. This was probably, I, I want to say about a month after we had stayed there. So things didn't start up like right away. It's just kind of like kind of sporadically. You would like, oh, what's that noise? And then you kind of like see, oh, this, it's just the wind. Where do you yeah. feel? Do you feel like you might be just saying it was just the wind? Um, a lot of the times, just to kind of like not get too freaked out about staying in the house because you knew you had kind of had to stay there for a certain amount of time. Oh, definitely, definitely. And then you didn't try to do any. any this might be a funny question. Like any, like. Uh, Seance stuff like Ouija board or, or light a candle and, or take it, go do like a, a ghost adventure type deal. No, that was a uh, sick idea though. Bust out a Ouija board and get to the bottom of things. Yeah, see but, see what's going on there. Yeah, because I think we, we may have asked them like uh, who had all lived in the house because, like I said, I think it was like built back in like the 1930s. So I don't, think, I don't think his family was like the first family to have lived there. But, uh, I'm not too sure. Like, next time I see a guy, I have to ask him, like, hey, what's the history of that house, you know? Yeah, then you never asked any, did you see any of the neighbors and ask them, like, hey, what's, you know anything, like, weird about this house without maybe bringing up any of the experiences that you were, you were going through? No, we never really got a chance to see or talk to any of the neighbors. They, uh, it's, it's just kind of like, you know, passing each other, going to the car kind of thing. Oh, okay. So everyone kind of kind of kept to themselves for, for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. Wow, that's really, that's really creepy. Um, and th so you've been on the road for a long time, but do you have any weir weird, like, road things? Like, have you ever seen, kind of seen something, like, in the sky? Or they're just, like, trying to, like, spitball, like, because I know that you've, you've traveled throughout the United States quite a bit, and there must be some weird experiences that you've had. Uh, yeah, like, when I, like, traveling through the desert a lot, you always see things, like, shooting through the the sky at night and stuff like that. I remember one time we were, uh, we were up in San Jose and we saw this huge fireball like go down through the sky. And this was probably like nine, ten o'clock at night or something like that. And uh, this was up in San Jose, like so like California, San Francisco Bay area. And we saw on the news the next day that the light had been seen as far south as uh, Bakersfield. And uh, I believe they said it was a comet, or not a comet, but a, a, a meteorite, which is like one of those really big ones that just like lights everything up. But then you never really heard anything after that. that that's all they did. It's like, yeah, big bright thing, uh, just a rock falling from the sky, pay no attention to it. Yeah, it's like unexplained. Well, like, they try to explain it away, but then you still look a little bit not so sure if <laughs> they're telling you the truth or not. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so that's the. Um, that's crazy. And so, and then, but the most, the most things that have happened to you, like, kind of. Was mostly that house having stayed there and experienced all these weird things, uh, weird noises, like kind of weird 
seeing weird things that can't explain stuff like that. Okay, we're back. So we just had a weird experience where um, the memory card said it was full, but I know for a fact the memory card isn't full. It was like toward, towards the mid story of uh, the Chai's story here. So look, <laughs> uh, how do we explain that? Is it just ghosts? It's ghosts interfering with your electronics, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really explain it any other way. Uh, we've, un we've uncovered too much here. Yeah, you've, you've, whatever ghost you saw in Milwaukee is following me, now it's following my electronic devices. <laughs> but if there's anything like you, uh, you want to kind of like say about what you guys got coming up with the band and where you guys going to be, I know it's only, I have a limited audience, but it still might not be too bad to do that. Oh yeah, um, I guess just find us on social media like Facebook and stuff, uh, some kind of nightmare. We always post our tour flyers and stuff like that on there, so I don't know, half the time I don't even know where we're going to be at the next day, so I know I know we're coming back to the West Coast in, in January or February or something like that, and then just, just everywhere else after that, everywhere, everywhere that'll take us. Anywhere and throughout the country, that's awesome. Um, so, and like you have, you are guys on Spotify or Bandcamp or where, where do we find your music? Yeah, we got, we got both of those, uh, like a while back I threw a bunch of stuff up on YouTube, I don't know if people actually watch stuff on there, that's how I watch some music, but uh, yeah, Bandcamp, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, wherever. Do you guys have live live video of you guys on, on uh, the YouTube? Yeah, I don't know if it's on, I don't think I have any on our YouTube channel, but I'm sure YouTube will pop up someplace. Some stuff on there. What you guys should probably do is next time you guys go on one of your ghost hunts, maybe put, record some of that and throw that on YouTube. That might, might be cool. Dude, definitely. <laughs> get some. We got to get the the spooky content out there. You know, that's what the people want. <laughs> we went to uh, we went to Gettysburg one time, and we were trying to do a ghost tour, but they were like forty or fifty dollars per person to do it. Oh wow! I screw that, and I got on Google and I started like googling all the like the horror stories and stuff that happened around there, like ghost stories. And so it was just the three of us like walking through Gettysburg. And I'm like, oh yeah, that house over there says Google said that somebody got shot there back in the 1800s, and just tell the story that way. Just did our own ghost tour. So if you can't afford it, do it yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's a great idea. And then you guys, <laughs> and then you guys can film in and do like a a video blog of you guys going to all these different spooky places throughout your your touring schedule. I, w I would watch. Yeah. I would watch that. Hell yeah! All right, Chad. Thanks for the time, man. I miss you. I hope to uh, see you in back when you come back to San Diego in uh, January. Yeah, oh, you yeah. take it down here. Too, man. We'll see you soon. Yeah. All right. See ya, player. All right. Take care, man. All right. Bye.